You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 26. And today, you ladies are in for another real treat because I had the great pleasure of interviewing Laura Walsh. And she is a country western singer. She's an Arizona native. She is a singer-songwriter. She competed in Hollywood on the final season of American Idol 2016. She took first place in the 2014 Alice Cooper Christmas Pudding and is open for a number of country, rock, and Christian artists, including Leonard Skinner, Hunter Hayes, Miranda Lambert, Randy Hauser, Jesse Coulter, Dan and Shay, Matthew West, and Alice Cooper at different concerts and festivals, including Country Thunder Arizona and Washington. She's Azusa, she's performed at Azusa University's Devil Palaza, the Diamondbacks Faith and Family Night, and the 2017 NCAA Final Four Championship and the Super Bowl Music Festival. Laura has also become a national anthem favorite for many MLB, NBA, and NHL games, as well as for prestigious events such as the Barrett-Jackson Car Auction and PBR events. You can find Laura's original music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere music is distributed. And I wanted to tell you ladies that this interview is really great. I, I've met Laura, I have actually, well, we talk about that in the episode, but I met her on another podcast through another podcast and I befriended her on Instagram and we just got to talking and I loved her music. I went and downloaded it on iTunes and I just, you know, wanted to reach out and t- chat with her. And let me tell you something. She is as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside Um, We had a fabulous um, conversation, you know, and we just talked about all things, everything. So we had a, it was fun. And I actually, I want you to listen to a little recording. She told me that it was okay that I do this, a little recording of one of the songs that I love best that she wrote that touched my heart immensely. And it's called Don't Let Go. So take a listen here. Wasn't that fabulous? She really does have a beautiful voice. So please put your hands together and give us a virtual high five and clap and help me welcome singer, songwriter, Nashville recording artist, Miss Laura Walsh. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. 
It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. All right, ladies. Well, welcome back to another episode. And today we have a very special treat. We have Miss Laura Walsh, up and coming country Western singer on the show today for an interview. And I can't wait to dive in. So first of all, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know that you have a busy life and taking time out is not always easy, but thanks for being on the show. For having me. Cool. Well, ladies, how I first heard about Laura is I was listening to another podcast called The Motivated Boss Babes, and I heard Laura do an interview on there, and you just so inspired me that I just started following you on Instagram, and I went down and downloaded all your music from iTunes, and so I just wanted to reach out and just let you know that, and I had, that's how you came about being on the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. That was a fun interview with The Motivated Boss Babes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I loved it. So... All right. So one of the things on that show that you talked about that really inspired me was that I know that you had been wanting to move to Nashville. I know that you're there now, but we're going to back up a bit. And I know that you had been wanting to move at that time to Nashville for a while, but you had talked about that you had stayed, you know, at home with, in, with your mom and dad and your sister and everything. And, and the reasons why you were doing it, and, you know, it really just inspired me. So I was wondering if you could just, you know, go back and give us a little history and tell us a little bit about that time. And then we'll kind of move into the Nashville scene. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it wasn't really something that I had planned or predicted. Um, it was just something I became very aware of in the moment. Um, I actually did the math, um, since being here in Nashville and feeling like, okay, I'm finally here. This is, you know, where I've been wanting to, just a place I've been wanting to come to. Um, kind of doing the math about every two years I was gearing up and I was getting ready to move or, had some sort of big, um, big movement in my life that wasn't just kind of stuck in, um, or how I felt was stuck in, um, in my, you know, growing grounds, like where, where I had grown up. And, um, every time there would be a kind of a big movement of, you know, I'm, I'm about to move to onto this venture or to this place or, you know, gearing up to move to Nashville, um, something would happen. And, everything would come to a direct halt. Um, and it was getting very discouraging and very frustrating. Um, just knowing that, you know, I was really wanting to, to grow in a lot of ways that um, I felt like moving and, and, and having some sort of big life event of that nature would really help with. And feeling like I was constantly getting the brake slammed was really frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until, you know, I really thought about it and really um, reflected on, um, it almost kind of had this epiphany of, you know, this time with my little sister that, you know, I was never going to get back. Um, I think going from, from middle school to high school is such a hard time in a lot of girls' lives and a lot of people's lives. Um, and probably just because it's so new and everything that feels really new a lot of times kind of feels like, you know, 10 times more magnified than it actually is. Um, and so knowing that I could be there for her and bond with her in a way that um, I wouldn't be able to do, you know, a thousand miles away or 
um, or even in any other time in her life. Um, it was just something that I kind of had this light bulb moment of this is, this is really important. And, um, and I'm really grateful for that too. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I think, you know, we know sometimes when we're, when we're ready to, when the time is right and then when things aren't, aren't going good. So I know that you recently moved to Nashville because I follow you on the gram. So tell us all about that. So what prompted that and, you know, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, you know, it was more of my own, just not necessarily worrying or waiting so much for an opportunity, but just kind of really making it happen for myself. Um, and I think, you know, cause I had a lot of people that were like, well, if you really want to move there, just move there. And, um, I don't know how else to explain it other than I just kind of knew like at those times, like I needed something to help prompt me. And, um, I don't know if it's just part of the growth process or, or just the nature of how things kind of came to be, but coming out here at this particular time, um, I've never felt more ready. I've never felt more, um, excited um and appreciative and yeah i guess i was just kind of being patient with myself too and knowing that like a lot of times when you trust that inner knowing that that um you know that still quiet voice right in there it's it a, a lot of times that really leads you to the things that are best for you i believe um and this is just you know basically going off of the information that i've kind of gathered up into this point and kind of my own experience but um, really sitting back and listening and being patient and not rushing, rushing things. I think a lot of times when, when things are rushed and they're not thought out and they're not, you know, um, patiently executed, um, a lot of times we, we do find ourselves in disappointment. Um, but really taking time and patience, you know, and, um, which is a, a huge essence of love and loving yourself and giving yourself that time and patience to, um, to grow into who you're supposed to be and grow into who you want to be and your best self, you know. Um, it's a, it's a life journey. It's a process. It's never done. And so being out here now, I feel like this is the time that, um, it's just perfect timing in my, in my mind. And, and even in just some things that, you know, have kind of happened in a timely way for me, um, just on a personal level, it's, it's, it's been a really great experience thus far. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just, I can so relate to that. And I know so many people can too, you know, we want to rush things and, kind of do things. And sometimes you just got to sit back and let it simmer. And then, you know, in your heart when it's the right thing. I know for me, like I started a membership, what was it last year? And it was something I just really wanted to do, you know, and everybody said, Oh no, you know, you don't have your mailing list is not, you know, like 2000 or, you know, way up there in numbers, but it was like, you know, I'm doing this for me. And it's something that resonates in my heart. And it's something that I feel ready to do. So I really don't care if I have a lot of people to promote it to. I'm just going to go ahead and just do it because it feels like the right timing for me. And I know that if I start doing it, you know, things will come. So it, it, it's kind of like that same feeling, you know, when your heart, when it's ready to go and when you're ready to move that thing. But I talk to the ladies all the time on the podcast and I just love that you said, you know, which just resonates really a lot is that it's a journey. And I think we just don't appreciate that enough. We, I know for me, because I talked about it on, on the last podcast um, that, you know, my dad was sick a lot when I was younger. So I was always rushing things, you know, like trying to get to the next step really fast. And I never really had the time or took the time to enjoy the journey. And I think that it's so important, you know, to, to really to do that because you miss out on the fun stuff that goes along. Yeah. There's some, you know, stuff that goes on. That's not great in the in-between, but that really makes us who we are, you know, and it kind of grounds us. 
Absolutely. And you know, even, you know, to, to, to your point of not having so many followers, um, it doesn't even really matter because at the end of the day, like a lot of times it's the biggest and the most truest connections that, that we can make are oftentimes the very beginning of our, our journeys and, and oftentimes the very beginning of our, you know, ventures out there because you're so, you know, you've got this passion, you're so excited and it's so, you know, I just, I love that guinea pig stage of a lot of things because um, I feel like there's so much authenticity there, you know, because there's just, there's so much less contrived and there's so much more um, just, Will Ferrell had said this in a quote that he's just throwing dart, he's throwing darts at the wall until something's stuck, you know, and um, you never know the person that you are going to impact um, at any stage of your life. Um, whatever it is that you might say or do. And um, I think the more authentic that you can be and the more yourself that you are, you know, it doesn't matter if you have two people or two million people, you know, listening to what you're saying. Um, and I had, to, I had to kind of come to grips with that as, a, as an artist too. Um, there's a lot that you can get swept up in and a lot of people are putting that pressure on numbers, 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 and, you know, get your, get your following. But um, for myself, for my own sanity and for my own just – you know, even my own heart's desire of like, why am I doing this in the first place? I sing because it does something for me, you know, and if it, yeah. if it does something so deeply for me and I can shine that out towards other people and, and reflect, you know, something that's so real in me, people aren't going to necessarily feel what I feel because I'm the one doing it. But if they can be inspired in their own way to do their own thing, you know, it doesn't matter. If, and I had to get to that point when I'm, when I'm singing, I sing for myself. And I, I'm singing in front of people to, um, to reflect that and share that. But um, I have to be content whether I'm singing in front of, you know, five people, 50 people or 50,000 people okay. and, um, and still feel that same connection to, to my voice and to my art and to myself, um, no matter the audience, you know. And a lot of times, like, you know, I, some of my closest friends I've made in, in the smallest of venues and in the strangest of venues. Um, and, and a lot of times that's when you can make those true connections with people. Um, it's, it's very glamorized to have this huge following. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a huge following, but, um, I think if that's the focal point and yeah. if that's the, you know, um, end all be all is to have this, you know, and that's what it's all centered around. I think it actually can become an unhealthy thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd heard once too that, you know, some people say that they'll, they'll start to be generous and give generously and, and, um, help others when they feel like they're rich. Well, what do you define as rich? Because, you know, if your family owns one car, you're in like one of the top, like under 10% wealthiest people in the world, you know, it doesn't matter what car it is. So it's just, I don't think there's any better time to start than right now. Um, you know, and, and in your own time and when you feel ready to go, Hey, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to start this membership. And, you know, you might be able to connect with women even, even deeper because of that, because it's, you know, the no, I, 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 I get it. Yeah. I'm, I am so there with you. It's just that it's, you know, you're out there and, and you know, you feel the pressures too, and you try not to, but you like, for me, I look on, I, you know, I go on Instagram and I look at all these other, you follow other people and stuff like that, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, you have to have 10,000 or you have to have the 50,000 and you see some of these people and you kind of go like, you just feel like you're not making a difference, but you are so right. Cause I always used to say, 
that when I was doing, even I was doing workshops and if, even if three people showed up or one person, you know, the right people who need to hear what you have to say, they're there. And if I only make an impact, even on that one person, then I'm really doing a great deed because you, like you said, you don't know who needs that message that day. You don't know who needs to hear from you. And I just, I think that's what it's about for me, you know, and I'm, and I'm like you too, you know, we're spiritual, so we, we get it. And um, so, yeah. So thank you for that. That's so awesome. I, I appreciate that because sometimes I really try to lately not get caught up in all of that kind of stuff and just keep doing my stuff and not looking at numbers so much and not using that as, as metrics for, you know, for what I'm putting out there because I feel like I'm doing a good job. And I think a lot of times, like what you said, if you're constantly measuring yourself or your self-worth by these metrics that other people put out there for you, whether it's in the singing business, you know, you're writing a book or whatever, you're just never going to do it because there's always going to be somebody out there who's got better metrics than you do and who's crushing it. And, you know, because, you know, and that's, let's knock on people that are, but, um, you know, I think, I think it's such a, it's such a subjective thing. Um, so in my boss base interview, I, I, um, kind of shared that I have a part-time job at Starbucks and I transferred out here with it um, and have been loving it. Um, Nashville actually is the test district for Starbucks, um, which is really, really interesting. Um, the only place in the world that is getting a lot of these test items and test you know, experiences, we had our CEO pop in um, just this week. Actually, I got to meet him and, and talk to him and share my feedback with him and, and was really impressed just by this company as a whole too. I mean, here's, here's a company that's huge. I mean, you want to talk about numbers. This is a company that has big numbers, but what really drew me to this company at the start was in my very first um, training video, they shared their mission statement, which was we're not in the coffee business serving people. We're in the people business serving coffee. And I think when you stick to that, that true identity, the true, purpose for what it is that you're doing and why you're doing it, it does carry. And that's why I think the company is so successful because they listen, they're open-minded and, you know, um, they're about community, they're about people. Um, and it goes the same with, you know, as, as a barista, um, I could sit there and just crank out drinks right and left while we're busy. Um, they may not be quality, you know, but people, 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 gravitate towards that and they really do latch on to quality. So, you know, when you take your time and, and when you know, like this is, this is the group of people that you're working with, but you give them your, your best, um, every time. I think that's, that's when those true connections do happen. And I think that's when the, the lasting impact happens as well. Um, so numbers is, numbers are, numbers are, um, not always the best way to, to, analyze how you're how you're doing you know um yeah. i think it's truly the connections and then also you know if you the, the big question i try to ask myself every day at the end of the day is did i was today a day that if i died tomorrow i feel like i did everything i could have done today to have a great day for myself for other people um you know and my dad always says how do you eat an elephant which i would never condone because i love elephants but how do you eat an elephant <laughs> One bite at a time, yeah. you know, get one day at a time. We get one, one second at a time. So um, just making the most of, of all of it and being patient with yourself and patient with your process and patient with, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I so agree. See, you're talking about Starbucks and here I have my Starbucks cup. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they're everywhere. And, it, and honestly, like, I'm so proud to work there. 
<clears throat> just because it's it's so exciting to be a part of a company that that truly does care about people um and and when you do get to a level like they are i'm sure they have you know even bigger bigger uh battles to face but um to see and to meet the ceo and get to talk to him and go wow like this man really exemplifies uh the morality and the quality and the the community level of uh of starbucks as a company i mean He's sitting there talking to me, a barista, um, and not that that makes me any less of a person, but yeah, no. uh, sitting there talking to me as a barista, just no ego and, and um, truly listening to my, my opinions, my ideas. And it was, it was a really awesome experience to get to meet him and talk to him. Yeah, I know. Like, I remember like when, for, when, for, when Starbucks first started out. And one of their main things was, his main thing was, you know, to create that experience for the customer. And, you know, then other business are doing, because I don't think he really saw a lot of customer service back then. Then you have, then we saw customer service and I don't see, you know, today right now, I don't know, I, I'm kind of edgy on the customer servicing. I, I think we need to up it a little bit more and we need to really start thinking about the people that we serve and to really, you know, be there and make an experience, you know, and I'm, I always say that if, you know, if you don't like your job, then, you know, there's always a lot of other jobs out there. Go find something that you really do like, or if you're going to be here, you know, make it the best experience that, that you can possibly do. And just like you, I mean, not talk, that he was talking to you. I think that's really special because, you know, we, we all make a team in anything that we do. And it takes a lot of people, a lot of tribe members in the village to make the village work. And I think that's so important. And we need to honor each and every person that's part of that process and, you know, and make them feel special that nobody is less than anybody else because without that one person, the village is not going to sustain. And I think we forget that a lot today in today's society. You know, it's a lot of it is about, you know, me, 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 and not about looking at the bigger picture. And, you know, in any business, you know, you're not going to, your front doors are not going to open if you don't have employees there. And just like, you know, you need them to make the business run, but I don't think that enough companies or people see that the team approach, you know? So I think that's so important. I think that's so great that he even, that he talked to you and then he comes in and that he wants to know what people are thinking and, you know, to help the business grow because, you know, you're at the forefront, you know, like we're, we're all at the forefront, we're in the trenches. And I think, you know, they're, they're not in the trenches, so they need to listen. And it's great that he was listening, you know, to maybe make the business better. So that's, you know, that's awesome. Totally. And it's always a two-way street too. You know, I think any relationship, um, whether that's, you know, from a barista to a customer, from, you know, a manager to an employee, um, even from my vocal coach, you know, um, what I love about her is, um, you know, she has, she definitely has experience in years on me, but, um, wow, she just talking to my vocal coach and my first few lessons with her really getting to know her personality taught me as a coach when I was, when I was coaching girls, um, that I can learn just as much from them as they can learn from me. And I'd never had a teacher tell me that before, you know? So um, it really goes, it just goes back to like basic human respect and basic um, humility, you know? And, and my vocal coach is a brilliant woman. I mean, she's absolutely incredible. Her name is Vanessa Purdy, a, a brilliant mind, very well studied, very well researched, um, very driven individual, very passionate about what she does. But the fact that she listens to what I have to say too I mean, not only does it keep me coming back just because she has this, this element of humility that, that makes me feel, like you said, feel valued, feel special. Um, but there's so much wisdom in that because, you know, we can, I can learn just as much from my, you know, younger sister who's 11 years younger than me as I can from somebody that's, you know, 30 years older than me. Um, 
we all have something to give. We all have something to add. And, you know, kind of like you said, I think customer service is such a big, a big, um, a big area to, to really connect with people on both ends, you know, um, from working, um, in a customer service experience. When I was in college, I worked a couple of jobs and even to today, um, my attitude as a customer has completely changed since, you know, prior to those jobs. I mean, I know what it's like to come in there and you're tired and, um, you're paying your bills. You have to be here and, and, you know, maybe you had somebody that came in and they're treating you like a human vending machine, you know, before. And so kind of being that person to say like, Hey, you're doing a great job or, you know, like really giving an authentic, like, um, form of affirmation that's that's comes from a place of you know just a genuine a genuine nice comment to say you know wow your hair looks really pretty and um or you know you're doing such a great job and like letting people know that you have no idea how that's going to affect their day because it's affected my day when I've had customers come in and and you know say something kind and positive to me it it, it gives you kind of a fuel to keep going you know um positive it's it's powerful it definitely, it definitely is. And we hear more negativity than we do positive stuff every single day. You know, we're bombarded with so much negative. So if we can just make that little bit of difference, it's awesome. So now I want to know, okay, so since you moved to Nashville and I know that you're working at Starbucks too, but what's, okay, tell us like, you know, what's it like behind the scenes for, you know, what's a typical day like in your, when you're trying to get your music career, you know, off, off the ground and kind of do that kind of stuff. What, a, you know, what goes into all of that behind the scenes? Cause we don't know that I'm sitting on the other side. Totally. Um, you know, a lot of what you see on social media um, are a lot of the, and I'm totally stealing this quote from somebody else, um, and it's maybe me who it's from, but it's a highlight reel. Um, there's a lot that goes in behind the scenes. There's a lot of, um, a lot of, it's a journey, and especially with art, art is such a subjective thing um, to really create quality art. Um, it takes inspiration. It takes patience. It takes grooming. It takes time. Um, everything kind of shapes into, you know, um, your best self, your realest self. Um, and that, that's a process in itself. Um, and so when it comes to music, um, I kind of look at the last, uh, wow, almost 10 years of, of, um, recording, writing and performing um, as a lot of just grooming, a lot of grooming for myself, really identifying what it is that I like, what I don't like. Um, I performed so many shows and so many different types of shows and so many different capacities and, um, in front of so many different types of audiences that, um, I've been able to see a lot of what can go wrong, what does go wrong, what, you know, for sure will go wrong. And that there's always something that's going to go wrong, um, in any sort of anything that you do, but, but, um, and this even kind of goes back to like the CEO, Kevin of, of Starbucks saying like, they predict, you know, when they're testing things out that something's going to go wrong, they're just trying to learn from it. And that's the positive takeaway is what can I learn so that next time I can do this a little bit different, a little bit better. And then you keep going. Um, it's a patient process. You know, I, I have been out here about, uh, let's see, it was the beginning of May. So we're coming on three months. Um, and a lot of people had asked me, um, you know, how's it going? Have you been playing a lot of gigs? And, and, um, biggest, you can feel a little bit of defeat with that, knowing that like, 
it's not really how that works. It doesn't work where you, you move somewhere and then everything falls into place. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes in any job, you know, I mean, or any career, any, any choice, like you're not going to just up and uproot your life, plant it somewhere and everything's just going to happen like that. Um, and so knowing for myself, I knew moving out here that I wanted to give myself at least three months to really get comfortable. Um, I literally picked my entire life up. This is my first time moving out of state and moves, you know, a thousand miles away from everything that I was comfortable with. Um, and here I am. I wanted to give myself that patience and that, that time to really enjoy that process of, of moving in itself, you know, and, and yeah. um, all of the things that come with that and, uh, and kind of let the music connections and the music um, inspiration and, and, and the art itself really um, allow that to happen in some time. Um, so a lot of the behind the scenes is really different every day. Um, it's a little bit more consistent than it's been before just because I have, you know, um, I'm, I'm working a part-time job um, at Starbucks and I'm also, you know, really investigating for myself um, from an artistic standpoint, art that really moves me, music that really moves me and how I can exemplify that in my own, in my own way, in my own realist, um, my own realist form, my own music. Um, and it's, it's different every day in, in that regard, but um, there is a little bit of structure, which is nice because I think as, as human beings, it's nice to have a little bit of, you know, a little bit of parameters. So going, going to work and having something that's kind of get, either gets my mind off of music or stimulates me in a way I didn't think about because I'm meeting so many different people in a totally different capacity. Um, there's just, there's a lot of, a lot that can go on behind the scenes. Um, and it's not, you know, even for, even for the people that do have these huge followings, it's not as glamorous as it always looks. Um, you know, we're all people at the end of the day. Um, and the beauty of Nashville, I think, um, particularly in the country scene, is that this is a lot of artists' homes. You know, like, this is home for them. So um, seeing, seeing a celebrity that you, you know, would see in Arizona or you'd see in, um, you know, other states that would be, like, a sighting here, it's seeing them at the grocery stores, it would be a norm, you know, just because this is their home. And, yeah. um, and at the end of the day, like they're all people too. So a lot of the glamor that goes behind it is, you know, it is that media and it is that, that the, the magic of, of that. But, um, but at the end of the day too, like we're all, we're all people, they're people um, just as much as everybody that's, you know, a fan. And I think, um, I think a lot of what goes on behind the scenes is, is about as normal as, you know, for anyone else, it's, it's, there might be, there might be things that, you know, are a little different just because the job's a little bit different, but, um, but it's, it's pretty normal. That's cool. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we are all people. And like, I was talking to my daughter yesterday, we were talking about some celebrities or something I forgot. And I said, you know, they're people. And, you know, I, I mean, I think like you said in Nashville, definitely, I think that people, it's not as gawky. And if you see somebody, you know, you know that they live there. It's just more kind of a laid back type of scene. I mean, like here in LA, people are like all crazy. Like if you saw some, we actually were talking about if you saw somebody in a restaurant, you know, would you go over and just interrupt them and ask them for an autograph? And I'm like, no, I would never do that. They're out, they're having you know dinner with whoever they're with, you know, they've got a life, you know, maybe if you saw them and they're walking out and you want to ask them or something. Yeah. But they just, you know, they're like us. And I think that, um, you know, you just have to be respectful and we all come from, um, you know, humble beginnings. And like you said, you don't see enough of that. I think that's the problem with social media being what it is today. 
um, you see, like you said, it's, you know, it's a highlight reel. We, we put on there what we want people to see. It's not exactly like, you know, nobody's putting up their, their dirty laundry most of the time, except, you know, certain people that, that want that kind of stuff. But, you know, we're showing people what we want them to see. We're not showing them the everyday stuff. And I think if people really saw the everyday stuff, they would kind of get a whole different perspective. And maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's what we need a little bit more because, you know, we, everything is glamorized through social media. And I think it's not, it's not like that. You know, people don't see you when you're, you know, when you're crying and you're stressed out and, you know, you're going for something and it doesn't work, you know, and you're just having a heartbreak of a day and that kind of stuff. But they see like, oh, when you get the gig, you know, oh yeah, you're out there on social media and everybody's cheering you on. So I think it's a great place just to remember that, you know, for all of us, no matter where we are, you know, as, and especially as women, I, I think so important as women that we, we support each other and we know that we're, where we all come from and that we help each other if and when we can. I'm not saying that you have to go, you know, out of your way if, you, if it's not possible. But, you know, when we see that opportunity with each other, we really should stick together as women and, and try to foster another woman and help them along the road if we can. I think it's so, I think it's so important because see, men do this a lot because that's their, they just are, they think in the team way, you know, women, I think it's another kind of concept for, but I, I'm, I'm seeing more and more of it now. So I'm really happy about that, that women are kind of sticking together and kind of doing more of that too. So that's a good thing. Totally. And I think, you know, it all starts with yourself and, and like for myself, you can only control yourself. So the more positive you put it out there and the more you try to seek the positivity and see the positivity, um, you have no idea how that's going to reflect onto other people and it just becomes a habit. And I think it's, it's a great habit to have is seeking that positivity and, and, and just being yourself, you know, being your best self, being yourself. That's, you know, tr the, the truest you, but at your best form, you know? And um, yeah, it's, it's totally, like you said, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of um, people glamorize other people and idolize other people. And um, you know, I think, you can certainly um, be, I think there's a difference between being a fan and, and having an idol, you know, like I, um, I recently followed Drew Barrymore on um, uh, Instagram and I just, I love seeing her post because she's just so herself yeah. and she's adorable. And, and it's, you do see a lot of the realness of, you know, pictures of her children. It's not these, you know, uh, Instagram photos where she's trying to like, you know, really come off yeah. anyway, that's what she really is. And, you know, I've kind of sensed that from her, even some of the interviews I've seen. And, um, and I think people sense that people sense that and people like that. They like that authenticity. Um, because, because it's real and people, yeah. we, we do, we do seek after what is real. Yeah. I love, I, I follow Candace Cameron Bure too. She's one of my favorites too, but she, and she's always real. She puts it out there. So I'm, I, and I love your stuff too, cause you're always showing different things too. I think it's great. Like when they, when you show a mixture of different things, so that's always cool. So what I want to know next is, okay. How do you come up with the lyrics for your songs? Oh, um, that's a great question. Um, well, I think uh, my, my process is definitely, and it, it, will, it will probably always change, but um, it's certainly evolved over the last 10 years. Um, initially, I think when I first started writing, it was very much from an emotional place um, and a little bit more all over the place. Um, and then moving into my first album and really writing um, with a little bit more of a direction. Um, I think the lyrics came from um, just partly where I was at at the time, partly what I knew at the time. Um, and since then, you know, um, 
even upon like reflection at this at this point in time that that album to me is you know it's a lot of it's it's old to me um because it's it's been you know work that i've done a long time ago and and had you know significant meanings to me a long time ago um and then moving on since then you know kind of learning how to um how wordplay works and how to how to sculpt uh words in in a fast a way that is uh appealing to the ear um and also um a little bit formulaic um and that was kind of the route that i went with um the ep and now in my, in my own writing process kind of where i'm at um is i think a bit a hybrid of a bit of both you know um definitely the lyrics that i that i know speak to me are are and again it goes back to that authenticity and like things that truly come from the heart when you when you see somebody that's putting their their whole heart out there um flaws and all um there's something so beautiful about that and um you know i think that there's a lot of wisdom in in um that that gets accumulated over, over time um in concepts and, and topics to talk about topics to sing about and you know of course being you know a young person writing lyrics my you know I, I had lived a lot of life you know and i've lived a lot more life now and i've got a lot more life to live so um that's that's going to be its own process and i'm really excited for to see just where where i can take it and how i can challenge myself to kind of um to kind of push myself um with with uh deeper content and and also um clever wordplay and if there's a hybrid of the both and then and then that true emotion as well like capturing all three of those things in one i think really makes for um really meaningful meaningful music and meaningful lyrics yeah no i i i like me i can write stuff but i don't write stuff like that so i i I, I'm so amazed and I am so fascinated by that process and how people come up with that. I mean, I know it's a lot of it's from your, from your soul and things that happen and experiences, you know, and I'm, and I'm learning how to write more from a story type of format, like for my blog and stuff like that, because being in the medical world, you know, you're just, you're medically focused in your one brain. So I'm trying to like make it into like more inspirational, more stories. So yeah, I can definitely see how that would be kind of, you know, a challenge for, well, for me, not for you, but you know, maybe. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's a challenge for anyone to, and, and it should be, because I think, you know, if it, if it came easy, it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't grow, we wouldn't learn, we'd kind of get complacent. And so, you know, I can look back at my work and be proud of it in the moment that, you know, at that period in time, that was my best, um, with, given the conditions that I was under and the, you know, the direction that I was going. And, and, um, and as I'm continuing, as I progress forward to shape and hone in on even more so like, you know, what am I trying to say and, and what, what is real to me and what does move me? And, um, and I mean, that's, that's a, that's not something that comes overnight, you know, but I think that, um, you know, the artists that I really connect with and I really feel moved by, and I'm continuing to discover, I'm sensing a lot more of that, you know, and, um, to me, I think that that has a lot of lasting power and it's not about, you know, uh, how many spins you get on the radio, which I guess now is a little bit more relevant, how many, how many streams you get on Spotify. It's about, did that music actually move somebody um, in such a powerful way? You can't, you can't, you know, measure that in, in like you said, in a metric system. That's, yeah. that's a very spiritual thing. That's a beautiful thing. Um, and it's very purposeful. I, no, I, I totally, I totally agree too. So, you know, I know that you're a spiritual person too. So I want to know too, because, you know, so am I, but 
how has that grounded you like over through the ups and downs of, you know, of the career, you know, and of where you wanted to go? How does that, you know, like hone in for you? Oh, wow. Um, and that is a really great question. A very complex question too. Um, you know, um, I think again, it goes back to really, really pursuing your best self. Um, and being patient with yourself and, and truly loving yourself. And I think that that gets a really negative spin a lot of times loving yourself because, um, you know, it, it comes off as conceited or arrogant. And there's people that, um, I think if you truly do love yourself, you don't idolize yourself, but you know that you are all you can control. Um, I can't control my friends, my family, um, any anyone I'm in relationships. I can't control that person but nor would I want to because I also don't want to be controlled myself, you know? So, um, I want to be in control of myself and in control of my actions and in control of, you know, um, in, in control of all that I can be. Um, and so I think when you're truly loving yourself, you're aware of those things and you give yourself that patience. You know, I do believe that love is patient and love is kind. And when you're kind to yourself and you're patient with yourself, um, you're allowing yourself to grow in the best ways. Um, so to be spiritually grounded, um, I think it's such where I've kind of come to find it for myself at this point in my life. And this, you know, my answer could change 10 years from now. And I, you know, I hope it, I hope it gets even more honed in 10 years from now, but, um, it's just really embracing the mystery of life, the mystery of, 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 and there's so much magic in that too. Like, I had no idea I was going to meet the CEO of Starbucks this week, let alone have a face-to-face -face conversation with him and really get to absorb and listen to what he had to say and, and, and vice versa. Um, what a mystery. That's just, you know, one, one of my good friends, um, Lana was telling me, um, she just shows up every day. You just show up, you show yeah. up and you kind of see what's going to happen. And you look for that, you look for that positivity and, and, and you also, um, look at the positivity of the past, you know, yeah. there's so much good that you can see. It's, it's, it's all perspective. I can look at my past and, and be upset about a lot of things, or I can look at my past and see how it shaped me to be the, the woman that I am today and be excited that, you know, in the future, um, all of the mistakes that I'm going to make today or this week or in the next, you know, 10 years are still going to continue to shape me because I've, I've chosen to, look at my life that way. I've chosen to have a perspective that is, um, positive and, um, seeing how all things really do work together for my good, you know, and, and seeing that within myself, um, gives me that hope and gives me that affirmation that, um, just not quit, to not give up, to keep going and, and, um, and to pursue the best, because if you truly love yourself, you don't lie to yourself, you know, you, you give yourself honesty and, and, and it, it is hard work but you, you're honest with yourself and, and you're, but you're also, also hopeful, you know, it's that balance, I think. Yeah. I don't know if that answers No, that, that was the perfect answer because it came perfectly from you. So thank you. No, I, I talk to women all the time about this and I, and I, and my, how I even started the podcast and how I started my, the whole 2018 was all around self-care because I don't know. I'll tell you a little bit back my background. I've been practicing medicine, women's health for 20, 20 some odd years. And 
I don't see, you know, women, we take care of everybody else most of the time and we're really good caregivers, but we tend to put ourselves last on the, on the back burner. And so my message and my passion, you know, now in, in all my teachings and stuff and talking to women is to really let them know that, you know, just like you said, self-love, but you have to be your number one. You have to be your self-care advocate, your best, and you have to put yourself first. And it's not disrespectful of anybody else in your life, but it's just like you, if you're not healthy and you're not happy with who you are, then that's going to reflect in every aspect of your life. And you're not going to be able to bring, you know, all your gifts and talents and all the things that you were given to this world because you are not healthy. So, you know, and self-love goes that because what we think about here about ourselves, and we've talked about this before too on the podcast, what we think about here is a reflection in on ourselves. And the last episode I just recorded was um, how our reflections, how what we, our thoughts are reflections of what we feel, because I just recently made a big change in my life in a way than how it, you know, it took me to get there and how part of the decision or where I was stuck for so long was because I was living in fear and fear of stuff that I had let other people put on me, you know, not stuff of myself. You know, sometimes we internalize things and we see ourselves through other people's colored glasses and we just say, oh, that's who we are. But it's, it's like, no, I'm not that, I'm not that person. You know, I'm, I'm me and I'm worth it. And so I think that what you just said was so awesome because, you know, I'm, you know, self-love is a process, you know, and we're, and it's forever changing. Like you said, you know, it's, it's here today and who we are today and who we are tomorrow is all a, a you know, a journey. And I know people like, cause they always ask, well, that question you see on social media everywhere else too, is like, well, what would you tell your younger self? Or, you know, if you could go back, you know, what would you change? And my answer kind of like, is what you said. I really wouldn't change a lot because it's made me who I am today. And I really, I like who I am today. And so it's just that we're not taught enough and we don't hear it enough from women, you know, to, to love who you are at every step of the way and, you know, and to be appreciative of that. And yeah, if you want to change something or if you feel like you need to change aspects, if you're like, great, go ahead and do that. But love who you are right now, because if you hate where you are now, you can't move forward in that kind of um, environment that you have going on in your head. So what you said just was so spot on. Thanks. I just, that was just, that just gave me goosebumps. I'm really happy. Oh, no, I'm so glad. And, and you're so great. I mean, if, if we're not patient with ourselves, um, how can we grow, you know, and, and, and to look back, I, I think, you know, um, I'm 27. I just turned 27 on the fourth. And um, I kind of, age was always something that I was a little nervous about because in the industry, in this industry, you know, you just see people, um, artists getting signed and, and especially with girls, like they're so young. And um, I just start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be, you know, if I, if I, I'm going to lose my chance because of my age. And it's such a silly, like a silly pressure that, you know, that, if someone is putting that pressure on you, then it's obviously not something that's going to have longevity. That's not in your best interest as an artist, you know, um, because that's, that has nothing to do with art, That literally has something to do with some number, you know? And, um, the way that I started to get over like age for myself, um, so I feel like, you know, I turned 25, I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of a cool number. But then 26, I was like, all right, I got to come up with something so that I'm not like every birthday, like, yeah, it's another one, you know? Um, uh, and, I came up with this perspective for myself. If I could go back and be 18 again or 20 again or 22 again, or even 24 again, um, not knowing what I know today, because that's not fair. Um, would I, would I do it? And no, I, I wouldn't. I'm so glad I lived that part of my life, but I'm so 
happy to be. 27 years old, living in Nashville. This is my first experience moving, you know, moving away from Arizona. And it is, it is, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm choosing to enjoy it. I'm choosing to love myself in that process. I think, you know, when we make things a competition, that's when it really um, kind of defeats the purpose of, of the journey, you know, because it's, it's not a competition. It really isn't. Um, things that are quantified that way. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I think with art and with life, you can't, you, you can't because the empathy and the experience that you have from being in your own shoes. I mean, that's incredible. Um, and the, the amount of years that you've had in the medical field and the perspective that you've gained, that wisdom that you've gained from your eyes that nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. And now you can reflect that into something that is um, not only relevant to, you know, where society is at today with a podcast, um, but also with such intellect because it's, it's been acquired and it's been tested and it's been refined and it's your own. And um, for you to be able to reflect that in this capacity, I mean, that's exciting because that's a brand new, um, a brand new experience for you. And, and, and new is fun, you know, new is fun a lot of times, but you can still take that, that wisdom and that, that knowledge that you've gained and implement that into the new. And that's, that's part of the journey too. Yeah. Um, I had a customer and I'm sorry, I keep, keep going, but I had a customer at, um, my old Starbucks in Arizona that, um, was in his, uh, his eighties, I believe, and was going back to school. And he was studying um, religion because he wanted to be able to better connect with his siblings. And so he was sharing with me that, you know, he's never done learning. And I was just so, you could see, you could see it when the man walked in the room. He just had this bright light, um, this, because he's just beaming with positivity. Um, and to hear him talk in just such a humble way that, you know, he knows he doesn't know everything, but he wants to know more. And he's, he's, you know, he's going back to school and he's taking college courses to understand better something that he, so he can connect with more people. And if, you know, that's not the point. Yeah, no, I, I told, I, I'm a lifelong learner. That's what I call myself, you know, and I, I, people just, I love people and I love to be inspired by people who are out there just doing what they need to do. And I think, you know, we need to get rid of the age thing because age is just the number. Okay. It's not how we feel. It's not how we feel inside. You know, I don't, there's days like I just, there's days I feel really young. And sometimes there's days I feel like, you know, my, my feet hurt and I don't really want to get out of bed. We all go through those, those things. And I think that at, like you said earlier, we can learn from each and everybody, you know, all over. We can learn from young people because like my kids and like you, you're all those millennials. And I just, I get so inspired by all the stuff that I see the millennials doing out there and young people doing. It's like, oh my God, it's like, it inspires me to keep going to do the stuff that I want to do too. So I think, and we can learn from, we can look at people who are older than us and kind of gain their wisdom and go, okay, you know, should I really go that way? You know, kind of evaluate because they've been down that path. So that's where I was talking about where we really need to kind of like, you know, look at all of us and just, you know, really love each other as women and help each other along the way, because we all have something to give, no matter what it is, we all have something to give that that's my perspective. And so, you know, I think that's, I think it's great that he went back on this learning and, and trying to connect to other people. And I just think it's fabulous. So, you know, and nothing's a waste, nothing in our life is a waste. You know, everything can be um, a learning experience and everything can be um, used for good, for our good, for others' good. I mean, it's like you said, like, my parents helped shape me into the woman that I am today. Um, and, and, and 
just like with my vocal coach, we can both learn as much from each other as, um, as one another, you know, I can learn just as much from them as they can learn from me and vice versa. I mean, I, I love, I love learning from children too, because, um, it's just such an interesting, unique yeah. perspective a lot of times and, and really hearing what they have to say. Um, I love it, you know, and sometimes, sometimes it's just a great reminder too of just, of, of that like youthfulness and, and, and that can come anywhere. Like that can come anytime. I think positivity and optimism, optimism really breeds that it breeds that, that youthful spirit, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, it doesn't matter. You can, you can have that at any time. So the more that I think that that's being promoted and, and in, in, in a way that's constructive, you know, the being your best self, being your honest self, but, yeah. but always keeping that positivity. It's, it's, it's powerful. I, I, I just, yeah, I'm with you 100% girlfriend right there. <laughs> so I want to know, okay, my favorite song, I know that the stuff on iTunes, my favorite song is Don't Let Go. And I know is that, okay. And you said, I thought I heard on the podcast that when you, before that we were listening to that, did you say Flower was your favorite one on that, on those, on your playlist there? Or which one is your favorite of those that you have sung in the past? that's so hard because it's like picking your favorite child, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. Some days you like one more better than the other, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a mom. I don't know. Um, I, I think they'll serve a, a unique purpose. Um, don't let go is a song that really, um, I was really inspired to write from a friend, from my friend, Lana, that I was, um, telling you about that. So she just shows up every day. Um, and I was inspired just to write a song, um, about not giving up, about not quitting. And um, uh, the lyrics of that song, um, for me, uh, initially performing them, you know, really, I would find myself in, in certain venues and scenarios where I felt like I didn't want to sing it because I didn't really believe it, you know? And, it, and that's like hard to admit, but I, I was there and I just didn't want to. But I think sometimes like, it doesn't really matter I should say it doesn't matter, but it, it, it's not always, it's, it, it's, you can't change how you feel, but you can choose how you, uh, you can't always choose how you feel, but you can choose what you do based on how you feel, you know? And so, um, perseverance is a lot of times, um, even when you don't feel like something and that's love too. Love is, is a choice. So when you're choosing to love yourself, love your process, love others, choosing to love, um, it's, it's, you always want to do it, you know? And so, um, that song, sometimes that, sometimes I don't want to sing it because I don't feel that way, but yeah. I do it anyways, because I know that, you know, it, it still has a meaning and it still had a meaning. And it still came from a very real and genuine place for me and it can help somebody else. And, and again, it's to show part of that showing up. If you just show up and you do it sometimes, sometimes if you're just faithful in the small things, you know, and, um, and taking opportunities that, you know, um, that are constructive and that make sense, even if they don't seem like, you know, even, even if you don't feel like it, um, you never know what can happen from that, you know? And a lot of times I, I get a lot of positive feedback from that song. Um, Flower also is one of my favorites as well, just because, um, that song really came from my heart. And, um, I think that human trafficking, that, that was, 
um, kind of my intentions with the song is to raise awareness. And um, it's such an ugly issue. It's such a horrible yeah. thing to talk about. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it. Um, or I shouldn't say that, but I should say, you know, it's, it's not a glamorous thing to talk about. Um, and to do that, to, you know, regardless of whether it's glamorous or not. And even if, even if that song doesn't, you know, go anywhere or go any further than it's already gone today. Um, I know based on the, the, um, the venues that I've been able to sing that song and, um, and share that song, particularly um, events that were in, you know, um, to raise money or raise awareness for human trafficking yeah. or for, for the fight against human trafficking. Um, knowing that that song had an impact at that time that's, I mean, that's already the win, you know, like it's already, it's already done a good thing. It's already served a purpose. And if it can serve more, awesome. Um, I would really hope so because I think that, you know, until that issue is obsolete, um, we should be out there really trying to make a difference and educate people and, um, and, and supporting people that are, that are trying to um, eliminate slavery yes, in, definitely. in this world. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And so I do love that song. I love Don't Let Go. And I have it on my playlist. And when I get down and I just don't feel like, you know, things are going in the direction that I want them to go in, I just put it on, put it on my little, my speakers and kind of blast it. Because it, it is, it's, I, I think it's just, I guess what it is for me is when I hear it from you, and I, and I just, here's the thing for me. I love, I, I know it's biased, but I love, I love female country Western singers. And down here where I live, okay, we have K-Frog. And I'm not down in K-Frog. I love K-Frog. But they seem to play a lot of the male artists. You don't hear a lot. Sometimes you do. But you don't hear all the female artists that are out there. So I love, number one, female artists that have great voices like yourself. And when I put it on and I listen to it, because you're a female, and I know this bias, you know, it means it inspires me because I know that, you know, that it came from somewhere and it helps me to know that, hey, as another woman, you know, somewhere that you were going through some of those same struggles and I can, and I can do it. Don't, don't give up because there are those days, you know, that we just feel, you know, you do It's, it's human nature to feel down in the dumps, like things aren't going the way that you're going. And so whether you read something or you listen to music or you, you know, whatever I tell women, you know, whatever inspires you, that's what you need to do. So that for me, music is my thing. So if I'm feeling down, I put it on, it helps me, lifts me out of my spirits. And so I just want to say thank you for that song because it really has helped me in, you know, in a lot of moments. And I, I listen to it a lot. Thank you for sharing that. That means a lot to me because I'm, that's, you know, that just shows me that, you know, like you said, following your dreams and following your passions and, and, and putting yourself out there um, in, your, in the best way that you can in the moment that you're in, um, it does have an impact. And, and if it's yeah. doing something for you and, and, you know, I could sit and look at my numbers and go, I, I don't have this many Spotify streams or this or that. Um, but that's not what it's about. You know, what it's about is that this song did something for someone else that it did for me in the moment that I was writing it and in the moments that I've performed it at times and um, knowing that I'm able to pass that along. That's, that's what I'm looking for. That's, that's quality over quantity, you know, and, yes. and that to me is a win. That's, I've made it. If you want to, if you want to <laughs> call it out, you know, like that, that's bigger to me than, um, than something being, you know, measured in a, in a metric way. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. And I'm just, you know, it takes, it takes a lot to just to move away from that metric stuff, but I'm learning more and more each day. So it, it's a, it's a good thing. So I wanted to ask you, okay, since we're a women's health podcast, so how do you, and you, and I already told you that, you know, we're big around about self-care here. So how do you incorporate self-care into like your daily routine or your weekly routine? Sure. Um, I think you can always improve. Um, and I think admitting that to yourself, embracing that, but also not admitting that in a way that's like, um, that's a defeat, but admitting that in a way that's just knowing and giving like, again, that self-love, giving yourself that patience of, um, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not going to have it all figured out tomorrow, but I'm going to have a little bit more figured out. And even if it's just a fraction of where I'm going to be 10 years from now, it doesn't matter. Like it's still a step in the right direction and that counts for something. So positivity. Um, and, and I mean, we all wake up with that negative voice in our head, that inner critic. And I mean, mine is really mean. Mine is mean. And I have to really figure out sometimes how to like put that thing in its place, you know, and, yeah. and just know, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. And I'm, I'm doing my best and that's all that matters. And, um, I think in, in my daily routine, I'm always looking for, um, that something special every day that's going to happen because every day I think there is something special that does happen. And maybe that sounds really whimsical, but I don't know, I guess I'm a whimsical person and I, and I see it. I, I find these things, you know, like meeting the CEO was, um, a very whimsical thing for me that day. Um, or having a great conversation with a customer or, um, you know, having, having, um, a moment of inspiration and, and, uh, in my art and my creativity or there's so many things that like, I think if you just, if you just are on the lookout for them, um, yeah. and with hopeful expectation that they're coming, um, you can find that. So that's, that's part of my, um, my way to reflect my day is, you know, what, what's that, what's that special moment that happened today that I'm, that I'm really felt like, wow, this is really great. Um, and not having an expectation that it has to be, you know, something specific, but just, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, I look a lot for that. Um, my mom taught me to count my blessings. Um, and so I have a little book that, um, I write down the things that I'm thankful for. Um, and usually I used to try to do it every day. Um, I'm at a point now I kind of do it every week where I just have a, a reflection on like the, the series of events that have happened and just really the highlights of this is something really positive. And I think in doing that, that's really helping with my own um, outlook on life to just keep showing up because, you know, it's, ex it's kind of exciting. It's kind of fun. Like what's, what's the, what's the special thing that's going to happen, you know, a month from now? I don't know. Um, and then as far as like a, a physical health, um, I think that being active in the gym is such an important thing. Um, I, I'm, I've recently learned about muscle mind connection, which is more than just, again, like, the numbers of reps, but actually truly connecting with your muscle, yes. um, with your mind and getting that, that feel. Um, and, and that's a journey. I'm, I'm not even close to where I want to be, but I'm, but I'm so much closer than I was not knowing about that. Um, so just making it in the gym and, and giving it a try and, and, and tr trying, I think trying is the biggest thing, continuing to try and continue to push yourself, um, to, to a point of, um, not over the top, but just yeah. to really push yourself to where you are truly honest with yourself and know, like I gave it my all in the gym, um, and doing that, you know, several times a week. I think the more that you do that, the more it adds up. Um, the other thing I've been doing too is, um, I have this, my fitness pal app. Yeah. Um, and I've been loving that. It's actually kind of fun. It's a game for me. And 
every day I try to hit, you know, these numbers, I actually feel like I'm eating more food now than I used to eat. But the choices that I'm making, I'm so much more aware of like, wow, like I didn't realize how high my like fat consumption was um, prior to this. And now I can kind of, you know, cater my choices um, to healthier choices that are still, I'm still, I mean, I, I go to bed very full and very, you know, fulfilled. I'm never, I never go to bed hungry. Um, but I feel like I feel so much healthier on the inside. You know, my insides feel very clean. And, um, and that's been a really fun process for me as well. And then just every day trying to hit those numbers. Well, that's cool. See, yeah, that's what I talk. I love my fitness pal. And I tell people just to kind of, you know, do something, you know, in your everyday routine that kind of will help. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, it just starts small and keep working on it and building on it. And that's a good thing to do. So to end this, I always ask our guests a great question that has something personally to do with them. So I want to know what piece of healthy advice would you give another woman wanting to, you know, to go for their dreams with regard both to health and in life? Piece of advice to go for your dreams in regards to health and in life. Um, I think it, it, it all centers around self-love, really loving yourself. And, and loving yourself is um, not, <clears throat> not necessarily, it's not putting yourself ahead of everyone else and nobody else is important. It's, it's not looked upon that way or it shouldn't be. It should be, we're all equal, you know, and these, this, is, this is the body that I've been given. These are the shoes that I'm in. Now let me make the best of it. Um, we all know what that little itch is. I, I, I knew about my itch for singing when I was three years old. Um, I never even sang before, but I just knew it was in there. I knew there was something in there. Um, and so really, really, um, encouraging and, um, uh, fostering and growing that within yourself, um, whatever that itch is. Um, and, and that itch could be, um, a number of things for a number of different people, but really holding in on what it is for you and what makes you happy. Um, what it is that, that, that you're passionate about. Um, really asking yourself that question, like being honest with yourself yeah. as well. And, um, and then continuing to just continue to grow and learn and um, continuing to be your best self. I think when you do all of that and, and just, you don't give up, you don't let go, you don't quit. Um, that's, and you keep showing up. That's when, you know, opportunities present themselves. And, and, and when you take every opportunity, you know, um, every positive opportunity, um, constructive opportunity, um, big or small, when you take those opportunities that you never know where they could lead. You know, um, my interview with, um, the boss babes, what it came about, um, Sydney's my, was my spray tan lady in Arizona, you know, and I yeah. started getting spray tans because my best friend started getting into fitness, um, and into, you know, a lot of the fitness, um, uh, that whole world on Instagram, um, I went with her to an expo. I wasn't necessarily into, you know, the bodybuilding um, elements, but um, decided to go with her to support her. Met Sydney through meeting Sydney, you know, and, and talking to my dermatologist who said, hey, yes. you want to keep your skin nice, like get the spray tans, it's worth it. Um, and then continuing to go back and I developed a relationship with Sydney and then Sydney, you know, invited me to come on her show. And um, Amanda, who um, uh, builds the, the bikinis, um, I, she was also part of the, the fitness expo that I went to and I took an opportunity to model. I've never modeled before on a runway and, 
Um, it was really fun. We got to build these big wings and, and I just had this, you know, these connections that I was continuing to make because I just was putting myself out there and not, not limiting myself to, well, this doesn't fit into um, country Western music or this yeah. doesn't fit into this box. Really just taking opportunities to connect and grow as a community and live my life. Um, and in doing that, you know, here I am today having an interview with you. Yeah. It all kind of comes together. Just putting yourself out there and, 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 and self-love is so important because you have to give yourself that encouragement and that optimism and that hope. And like, I heard a speaker once say that love is giving the benefit of the doubt. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt, you know, um, that you may not be where you want to be today. And I can look back and listen to my first album today and go, that's not, that's not where I am today, but I'm still so proud of it because at that time that was the best with all the conditions that I, you know, was in and yeah. all that I had known, that was the best that I had. And I gave it my best. I didn't hold anything back. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, like you said, making the most of every moment and enjoying it is really great. And I talk about a lot too, is like, you know, like you were talking about the, having a gratitude journal, trying to find good things in the day. You know, how can I add to the day instead of taking away from the day is a great, is a great thing to do. And to find things that, you know, that really make us happy and that were good things through the day. Because like I said, you know, like you said too, we focus on so much negative stuff that we need to kind of start conditioning ourselves to look at the good stuff. So yeah, even though it was out of the norm for you to model and stuff like that, that was awesome. It's just another experience that adds another layer to you, you know? And so it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't like completely take you somewhere that you don't feel comfortable with, we should experience those things because they add another dimension and another layer to ourselves. So I think it's really great. Absolutely. Thank you. So I want to know, so tell us, okay, where can we find you? And um, you want us to go, do you want us to go to iTunes, um, your Instagram page? How can we help you? Because that's what I want to do. I love creating win-win situations. How can we help you and the women who are listening to um, help you get to like where you need to go? What do you need us to do for you? Oh, um, a great question um i mean if, if kind of like what you did you know sharing sharing with me that um my song don't let go meant something to you and did something for you that that means a lot to me and that you know um kind of affirms um affirms me and what i'm doing so um yeah if, if i guess if my music connects with anyone that's listening and um and leaves some sort of impact um just to let me know i would i would love that Cool. So her songs are on iTunes, so you can go there and get them and download and stream them. You can also find her on the gram at Laura Walsh Music. And so connect with her over there, ladies. She's so special. And thank you, Laura. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I, I reached out. I didn't think you were going to say yes because, you know, I, I pictured you, you know, as this big star that you're that you oh are becoming and that you already are, but you're going to grow so much more than that. I have big feelings for you. And you said yes. So see ladies reaching out and asking does lead to positive things. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And I will definitely be following you on the gram and just following all your great success. And from the bottom of my heart, you know, thank you. And, you know, I just know that I'm going to pray for you for um, all good things to come to you. That means so much. Thank you so much. All right, my friends, thank you. Um, and we will be back next week for another great episode. So thanks for listening today and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.